Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, this is the second day in the row that uh, Tom is not starting his own show. This is the wife, Marianne Fitzmorris. Tom at least has an excuse today. He is uh, finishing up some production. So it'll be just me and you. And I would love to hear from you if you would like to call in 260-6368. What a beautiful day it is. Wow. I wish that I was sitting outside right now. If you are into outdoor dining, let's talk a little bit about that because I would love to be at the Blue Crab right now. And on the North Shore at the Lake House. Those are my two favorite outdoor dining venues. I did, uh, True Confessions, I did have an outdoor dining experience earlier today where my daughter and I frequently, well, really embarrassingly frequently, go to La Coretta which is a very much fake American Mexican restaurant with food that is not brilliant, but certainly good enough to enjoy yourself sitting outside. And uh, we do that a lot. We, we do that enough to know a lot of the waiters who know everything about us. You know, we're not the only ones who do that, though, because someone told me the other day, I forget where I was, but they said that there are people who come in every single day. Oh, it was at New Orleans Food and Spirits who come in every single day. So that makes us feel marginally better. Anyway, 260 if you would like to chat about outdoor dining and you were going to eat someplace right now this afternoon and it was going to be outside, where would that be? Love to hear from you on that. I'm sitting here looking. Uh, I don't have to look past Tom today because he's not there. But I have a, a an unobstructed view of the Norwegian getaway as it's about to get away, I guess, in port here. And also next to it is the Disney ship. I was surprised to see two ships in town. But I had forgotten that Disney does have a cruise out of here now. So, uh I'm just going to, you know, keep you abreast of that. I really enjoy watching the ships uh, sail away. It, it brings back a lot of memories of being on a cruise ship. There was also a memory online today. The The cover photo of Bing was um, or is today a perfectly beautiful shot of Quebec City, which is one of my favorite places. They are starting their winter carnival today. And the idea that it's winter is kind of far away here because it's such a beautiful, like, you know, swimming sort of day. But um, a lot of good memories of cruise ships and not so good memories of cruise ship dining. But it is always fun to sit in the studio and watch the ships turn around and head out to sea. Anyway, today is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. We have a lot of good memories of that, too. Where's your favorite place to have Fettuccine Alfredo? 
I'm trying to think of mine. It's not something that I eat a lot. Um, I really love it. I really do love it. But it's like ice cream and maybe a couple of other things that I really do love but don't eat because I don't need to eat it. Do you have things that you need to eat? If you can if you can get rid of things, you don't need to eat them. I've tried too many times to stop eating chocolate. I now have to declare it something that I need to eat. There are a couple of things like that for me. Pizza is one of them. And that's really kind of it. Those are the only things I really need to eat. I need to eat pizza. I need to eat chocolate. I don't need to eat fettuccine Alfredo. Today is also the birthday of Buster Crab, who I guess Buster Crabs are named for. And when Tom comes back, we'll have a lengthy discussion about Buster Crabs. I love soft-shell crabs. I'm sure you do, too. I don't eat a lot of those either because I try not to eat fried foods too much. And if a soft-shell crab isn't fried with a big, thick coating and, and stiffly sitting on a plate with its claws up in the air, it doesn't seem like a real soft-shell crab. That was quick. Did you finish already? Yeah. Wow, you knocked that out. Well, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not just some yeah, hack. Ball. Yes. Tom, there are two cruise ships in town. Are they? I'm going to be yakking going to be what? Will we be able to get on either one of them? No, we won't be able to get on either one of them and, and why would you want to? You have dinner at Antoine's tonight, your That's favorite true. place in the whole world. Are you telling people that? Yeah, why? Well, because uh, they might want to join me. Now, the bad thing, the it's good thing is... It's a private birthday party. What? But uh, it, that's what would happen. They would, uh, they would all just fall in love with me, and, and uh, it'll be tough. I know. Uh, I, I know. You know, uh, I, I, do, hope, I know. do hope, though, um, that yeah. people would like to join us at... Um, Broussards. No, we did Broussards last night at Boy, Crescent good, City you know, for Mardi Gras. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to talk about it until you got here because I wanted to talk about it with you. But mm-hmm. um, but I have thrown out several subjects as of now on the buffet, and the, we don't know which of these things will be the banana pudding vanilla wafer dish of the day, probably all of them. Mm. <laughs> but I threw out Buster Crabs. Fettuccine Alfredo, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and where would you like to be eating right now outside? The answer for you, I know, is false. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we already know that. Tom. That's that, that's, uh, that's pretty much true. Yes. Uh, and Allie is on hold. Oh, great! Let's talk to Allie. I mean, I know you just jump right off if I disappear, but. Uh... But Allie is here, and we know how much fun she is. And we love Allie. Hi, Allie. Good afternoon, y'all. Hi, y'all. Tom, is it okay if I share a a doting, happy, belated birthday story? Okay. Fire away. Um, So I found you. I cannot believe now. You found me? It's almost... I wasn't I even trying to hide. 13, oh. huh? 
15 years ago now because of Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Well, who didn't and suffer I from started, that? <laughs> I started listening to you, and I didn't call in for the first time to you because I was so intimidated for six years. Whoa. Six years? I waited. I waited Six years to call into your show. I, I think well, you were obviously point, waiting too long. No, I think at that point I was just beginning my absorption of, mm-hmm. of food knowledge and cooking on my own and fine dining and just acquiring skills that I didn't feel knowledgeable enough. I think I was just intimidated by just how how much acquired knowledge you had um, that I just wanted to listen. I just wanted Gosh. to absorb the show. Well, I know I feel you, that way. You, you walked in during the worst time that we will ever have. And, uh, well, and, uh, I, it took me six years to six build years? up the to call into you. I didn't call you until 2000. I didn't call into the oh. show for the first time until 2012. And I remember distinctly the question I had for you, and it was, where should I go for my first New Orleans New Year's Eve dinner? I had never oh. gone to dinner in New Orleans on New Year's Eve. What before. did I say? Or, or would you like you me to... Me- Give me some clues, and I'll I'll see if I can guess what it what was the the uh, place. Okay, good, good, good. Um, it, it's a grand dame. A grand dame. Okay, must be uh, two shags. He's uptown. Uh, what? Commanders. I was going to guess commanders. commanders? But it's not, is commanders a grand dame? I guess it no, is. No, no, no. It wouldn't I don't be think con- it really because it's not in the French Quarter. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's part of the uh, oh, so grand dames are in the French Quarter. I was going to pop out commanders right away, except that it's, it's very hard to get in there on New Year's Eve. It's virtually and impossible. I wasn't. I didn't think it was a grand dame. You. Okay. Know, I have a story to tell. Um, and it's about Ella Brennan and uh, her brother Dick Brennan. <laughs> You're laughing. You know this story? I know all your stories, Tom. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, and and this is, I'm not trying to make fun it's of... It's not flattering. Of, let's say that. No, well, it's the kind of thing that it, it's true, but it's... Uh, you, but it's not flattering. It, it's uh, No, I wouldn't say that. It's it's the kind of thing you would laugh at, everybody around in YouTube. Okay, so anyway, um, I was having dinner with... Uh, with, Ella? With, no, I was actually with Dick because uh, he he and I had become very good friends, and uh, but he was uh, he was coming down. He, he was on the old side, and f- for that matter, so was. Uh, uh, anyway, um, tell the story. Tell the story. Okay, <laughs> good good uh, good advice. I, anyway, so uh, the oracle speaks. So uh, anyway, there. Uh, so it was Dick and uh, and. Ella, and you. Ella, you, and and me, and uh, a, a couple of people Marcel came Bienvenue, over. Probably uh, a couple of people uh, walked in and uh, just was talking to to both Dick and Ella about this and that. And it was a regular customer, and something there was something to be said about them. And uh, uh, one of them, I can't remember which one, uh, said, uh, "Gee, you know, uh, I, I think he's, uh, I think he has kicked the bucket." Oh, really? Well, I tell you what, you know, this is a terrible thing. 
Uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm telling people this. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the first thing that came to my house after, after, the, to the, after his mom, you know, I've, I've goobered this up so badly. Okay, can I help? Let me. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I can tell you this is in the book. And so, so oh wait, but, wait well, that is in the book. That's in I'm, your book, Hungry I, I, Town. I think so. Is it really? Wow. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll talk. We'll take it on another time. When I'm not, it's, you see, I'm I'm huffing and puffing because I just finished doing a, whole, a bunch of commercials for uh, Mardi Gras for uh, Dornex. The punchline is yeah. Well, that'll open up some seats that, on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Day, yeah. On New Year's Eve, yeah. Uh, whereas, so maybe you, you got one, Allie. That's where you told me to go. Huh? That's where you told me to go, and that is indeed where I went. Oh, okay. For New Year's Eve, and it was over the top, fabulous. Where wonderful. Where did you go? Commanders. Oh, Commanders. Commanders. Okay. Well, if you could get into yeah. Commanders on a uh, on a she Mardi got Gras. one of those seats. That's uh, that's uh, that's uh, an, on, that's sure very that unusual. Probably. You you have uh, made it happen. I went, and it was fabulous, and it kind of cemented in my mind at yeah. that that I, when I had developed the courage enough to call and actually ask a question, um, that you knew your stuff. You the man. So yeah. that was the first and person I'd so, ever fooled, huh? No, I think yeah. that was me. And so I decided... <laughs> You know what? Uh, I had decided at that point that I was like, I am going to tune in to this show every day and learn everything I can about food and the history of this city. And that's what you have been doing for oh, the last well, gosh. years. That is what, my voting uh, What have you learned that story. you didn't know before? Other than Commander's oh, Palace. Everything. Um, everything. Cooking techniques. History yeah. about the city. History about iconic dishes and and chefs and movers and shakers mm-hmm. and who's been where and doing what and it's been invaluable is my uh, point. So um, that is my doting. <clears throat> is that that story. one of and those? I hope you had a spectacular birthday. I had a spectacular, but yeah, uh, it's my birthday is actually yesterday. But we're doing. Yes, I know. That's why this is a belated wish. And uh, it was it was that was it was over at. Um, um, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk we about it. What else did you have, Allie? Okay. That was it. I'll thank you. Thank you, guys. Happy happy belated birthday, Tom. Thank you. Glad to see you. Bye. We're going to take a break. We'll is she back. staying or is she going to come again later? Who, Allie? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are funny sounds coming out from the of the window here. But I think it's only a jet. like a streetcar going by or a jet. It's a jet. That's a very noisy streetcar. Yeah. If that's a streetcar, people should be getting off the next stop because yeah. that's well, pretty, you know, pretty the, loud. Yeah, there's a, there's a problem. No transfers. Ah. Yeah, so okay. that's always a problem. All uh, right, so last night was your – yesterday was actually a birthday. And mm-hmm. so we went to a fantastic party last night. Yeah. Did and you want to talk about it? Sure, why not? I'm introing it. You're introing it. I'm deferring now, to you, Tom, to talk about it. Well, uh, we went to um, uh, Broussard's, uh, 
which I haven't been to in a while. Like uh, I think the last time I was there was, was about a, one or two years at the most, and uh, which is a shame because it's a, a beautiful restaurant. We actually go there more than most, I think. Really? And yeah. the prices are affordable. Uh, given the fact that it's a pretty fancy place. Mm-hmm. Usually fancy places are expensive. But uh, they don't have a problem with that nut that I've ever seen, anyhow. So uh, anyway, we went over there, and it was uh, my favorite thing uh, that comes from dining out. Uh, the, what I enjoy most about going out to eat uh, is to meet people and maybe bump into people who I haven't seen in a long time, and then we can joke around. Well, there were so many people at this event last night uh, that I was just bouncing around all night long with people that I didn't know, but uh, that I haven't seen anyway. But uh, they were there, and we had like a good half hour while we were putting everything together. But uh, that was fun. So uh, I, I always look for that. Whenever I go out with anybody else, I always want to... You know, see about what are, what what are we going to joke around about today? That's uh, how it comes out for me. Mm-hmm. Does that have any meaning for you? For me, uh, I just thought it was a. We went to the party because they are starting their anniversary year, and I was talking to Zade, that yeah. is one of the owners. Yeah. And um, I said, you know, it's and also the PR person, Liz. I said, you know, people, we have restaurants in this city that are really old. Yep. And quite a few of them are over 100 years old. And we don't seem to properly celebrate that, at least, or maybe I'm just not paying enough attention, but uh, there are several, like Casamento's, for example, is 100 years old. Yeah, and that's just a little neighborhood Did anybody restaurant. even know that? I mean, I it's, knew it. it's like you knew it because I told you, but I mean, they didn't really yeah, do yeah. anything to celebrate what is a fantastic and rare achievement. I know that um, the Bantan is over 100 years old. It is. They Pascal's Manali is over 100 years old. I'm trying yeah. to think of any major celebrations that occurred. Arno's, I think, had some things. But um, it's it's uh, now Antoine's had a big deal for their hundred fiftieth, but yeah. that was a private party. So Broussard's is planning to celebrate it in a much more inclusive and and public sort of way, which I love because uh-huh. it is something to really celebrate. That is, and um, one of the things that they're going to do. Well, first of all, they kicked off everything last night. We asked them when we were there if that was the actual day that the restaurant opened. And he admitted, uh, Zaid admitted, that um, they had done a tremendous amount of research, which I knew they had, but that they didn't, they couldn't seem to find an exact date on when the restaurant opened. So they decided to sell, start the party rolling early in the year. And throughout the year, the centennial celebration for Broussards is going to be... Um, meted out with menus that change five times. So there'll be five separate menus celebrating certain Louisiana ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, gumbo and, and no, and no, 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 like individual things. Bananas foster? Like rice. Oh, oh I see. 
and the menu is yeah, and the menu yeah. is crafted for that. Like the first one is is imminent, and it's on coffee, which is really interesting to think that they're going to craft a menu around coffee, but. Uh, but coffee's a big deal, and coffee was a a really I mean it's a it's a port crop. This is a big big very much so. place for coffee to come in. Are, are you still talking and about be roasted? Uh, yes, I'm still talking. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. The the talking part I know, but uh, are are you still talking about? Uh, what what we you started with? Oh, uh, I'm talking about the five menus. They're starting off the menus, the five menus, five menus uh-huh, and coffee okay. is the first one. And I think yeah. that I would love to help them celebrate. And people are constantly asking us about eat clubs. So I'm thinking yeah. that we're going to get together with them if they're amenable to the idea and do an eat club whenever they roll out one of these five menus throughout the year. Because... It's a big deal, this centennial celebration. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to contact them and start getting that rolling. And hopefully, and I told them last night, I said, you know, the the days of 85 people at an eat club are over. But if we could do like a smaller group of people, this would certainly be worth it for us to do with you. So we're going to we're going to start doing those. And that may be the first the first ones that we do. Anyway, um, it's harder than it looks. Is something what, I better eat clubs putting or... an eat in putting an eat club dinner together? You would think, yeah. All right, so you call the chef, you call the manager and, yeah. and the boss, and the, and all of that, and they are interested, and then you set the price and you uh, you do it, and it comes together. Except for those fifty things that did not come together. Yeah, and, well, and it's just one, it's one of those things. And especially if you do something uh, only once, and then you come might come back years later. But uh, mm-hmm. it's something I'd like to do. When we stopped doing them, uh, I think it was actually uh, some... Uh, I think we just got tired of the work involved. No, not so much that <laughs> as uh, the fact that it, we had to get all kinds of things set up to make it happen. Uh, and it, Things just it, started falling through the cracks. Yeah. Um, the... Um, the uh yeah the, what huh? did come together you said it's tough to make things come together what did come together last night and beautifully was that party it was it's an terrific, extravaganza yeah. a lot of people with uh, all caps yeah. it was an extravaganza the the restaurant was really decked out it was just beautiful in every tiny detail, we were sitting at a table that had, well, there were, there's a, a favorite room where we actually did have an eat club a few years ago for your maybe 30th anniversary. Could be. And, um, and there are four or five tables in this sort of garden room. And those tables last night were decked out with white sequin tablecloths. And Mary Lee and I were sitting there looking at the flowers on the table, of which there were maybe four or five centerpieces of different kinds of white flowers. And it was absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. We touched a few because they were so unusual, but they were real. And it was, I mean, pots of orchids. It, It was just, it was just really stunning in every way. Uh, in the first room, as you came in to the left, the main dining room, 
there it's, was it's a the gigantic. <laughs> no, that's the right, Tom. Tom's uh, never been good at right and left. So yeah, uh, there true. was a gigantic. They actually have both plastic of them champagne glass with Trixie Minks sitting in it, <laughs> pouring champagne. So there was someone standing next to her giving glasses to people that wanted some, but there was Trixie Mink sitting in the middle of this glass pouring champagne. That was, was it actually glass? You know, I've noticed that there's a yes. lot of... No, it was actually glass. They, they spared no expense last night. They were absolutely, you know, it was, it was top of the line everything. So there were stations there. There were a lot of past appetizers. I wish that I could go to a party where most of the past appetizers weren't raw something. I keep yeah, going. That's to, what I like most. I keep about going. It. I know. I keep going to these really gourmet affairs with you, and there's take steak so tartare on what, a what's crispy more potato chip. Me or the what? What did you? No, I don't pose that question on the air, Tom. <laughs> Anyway, um, they're crispy potato chips, like Ruffles, homemade Ruffles mm -hmm. potato chips with either steak tartare or tuna tartare. Yeah, they're, tartar. that's become very popular. Yes, really. and every time I see them, I go, oh, come on, what about, what about the non-gourmets here? Anyway, they had a lot of that. They had some um, gougeres with, um, or gougere with uh, andouille in them. Mm -hmm. It's like a little wrapped it's a around cheese puff. It's a cheese, cheese puff. puff. It's pate choux. Yes. Pate choux. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, there were uh, crab beignets, which I did not get enough of. I had a couple crab of those. Joe Crabbenier. Didn't he play for the Saints for a while? Yeah. The original team. Mm -hmm. It could, it could yeah. be, yeah. Anyway, the crab beignets were really good. I'm trying to think of what else they had. They also served as passarounds a beignet over something. What was that, Tom? It was a dessert. It was a beignet over. Uh, if it's the one I had last night, it was uh, it was made as a uh, like a almost it's like, like a sauce a, underneath. Yeah, yeah, but it was beyond that. It was uh, had the texture of like a caramel custard, ah, but not okay. the flavor. No, no, they did have one of those. What was yeah. really, really fun about it is they had like a red carpet background. You know how you see the red carpet backgrounds on, you know, everything. Uh, well, there was Just a red about. carpet actually out front. It, it started the the beautiful aspects of this party started outside the restaurant where there was a red carpet and also white curtains everywhere at the entrance and inside there was what would be at a you know at a hollywood thing a white uh, i mean a, a red carpet background where people could take pictures but what was most interesting about this one was that the white it was almost like a lattice of big white feathers but in between the boxes that were framed by feathers there were hands with white gloves putting things out for people to just walk by and grab. <laughs> so there was, there was champagne coming through the, the wall of people, you know, holding out champagne glasses. And then later, dessert. So they had these little demitasse cups 
of creme brulee that these poor girls were trying to hand to people, but everybody was full by that time, so they just had their hands sticking through these, uh, the hole in the curtain. It was funny. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. I'll tell you more about this party last night at Broussard's kicking off their big centennial celebration, Broussard's Restaurant, starting last night. 260-6368, you're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. It's nice to be here with you talking about food, restaurants, cooking, and wine, and, and all of that. And uh, I've, uh, I'm attempting to uh, smooth out our program a little bit by having uh, a couple of regularly occurring uh, items. And I have one for you. You don't have to respond to this. And uh, but you you might uh, take some interest in it, and I know I uh, I'm interested in what you might have to say about this. What uh, what I'm pointing out here is that here you are in a restaurant, middle size, and your normal tablecloth, and you you actually do have a tablecloth there, and uh, forks and knives, and everything you need is there. And there's only one problem. Uh, with this restaurant and with the with the food you're getting from them, and that is, there is a guy there uh, who really stinks. I mean, actually smells bad. What, if anything, should you do? And I just it, never know what's coming next, folks. You you don't. I don't. You really don't. I really don't. No. But uh, this it comes up every now and then. I got an email today about it from somebody. I don't know who it was, but they uh, sent me an email uh, and they described the whole thing. Uh, there, uh, uh, that's you, you, again. I tell you, you don't have to uh, uh, to talk on that subject. Can I, but can I, I go back to I, talking I put it about Bruce Arts? Oh, sure. Why not? So. There were stations all over the place. Stations? And bars all over. And um, there was one really gorgeous charcuterie and cheese station with pâtés and mustards. And it was, did you see that one, Tom? That was in the same room that we were in. Which one? There was another station outside in the... uh, in the courtyard, which was, it was chilly out there, but oh, it, was it was still very it was, pleasant. There was, was a band out there. It, there was a band, a good band. There was a band, and there loud. was an enormous bar out there. And there was a station that I can't believe yeah. if you went outside, you missed, which was raw oysters, boiled shrimp, and crab claws, which I have to say had something on them that made them a little less than I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, and I, I. It's hard for me to find a crab claw that I don't like, but there was some kind of, I, there was some kind of dressing on it that was a little too clumpy, and I, I wasn't really crazy about it. Um, Did you send it back? Well, it was a buffet, and oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I was how, a guest now, at a party. There, there's so an no. interesting thing. What do you do to send back a? Uh, Adorn, uh, a, something uh, at a party? At a party, nothing. yeah. You just yeah, shut nothing. up and, just... and do something with it. So um, the, the the favorite station, there was also, there was some peculiar things there. There was a, um, there was a carving station of roast duck breast. Yeah. And foie gras jambalaya. 
foie gras jambalaya. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, I thought what, that was good. Uh, that's it's an interesting idea because yeah. they use a lot of the same ingredients and they have uh, a texture that will remind you of each other. Yeah. Uh, if you if they get a chance to. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of duck breast that is deboned, but You're I did not? like oh. the jambalaya. There was another station of fried oysters and fried fish with uh, amandine, mm-hmm. amandine meniere sauce, and that was good. Did you have any of that? I did. Uh, they, Whatever happened, whoever fried it, fried it way too much. So oh. it was... Uh, there were crispy oysters, that's true, but I, I liked them like that. Okay. Then uh-huh. there was a last station that we had to hunt down because we saw people eating filet mignon and uh, lionese potatoes, and that was in the back bar. You know, you go into Broussard's mm-hmm. and you walk. It's like a. It's it, like a. It used to be a, a, a place carriageway, where, a carriageway. Okay, but even yeah. worse than that, uh, they used to have uh, uh, horses and yeah. and cows there. Yeah. Uh, and it, it goes back that far. Yeah. That building. Yeah, and it, it's a, but it's beautiful now. It's beautiful. part of the bar and yep. um, and. It that was to me the favorite thing. It was uh, beef tenderloin and uh, it wasn't filet mignon. It was beef tenderloin and um, and lionese potatoes. I was trying to get over to that because everybody uh, who mentioned anything mm-hmm. about it to me was j- jumping up and down, uh, thinking it was uh, really terrific. It was good. Uh, the whole thing was great. All the food was good. Uh, it was really just like this exquisitely beautiful, beautifully executed party. And I enjoyed seeing people that I haven't seen in a while. We ran into Tommy. Tommy Andrade. Tommy Andrade and Miss to, Jenny, which was nice yeah. to see them. Yep. I haven't seen them in a while. I, and, you well, know, since, he, since he sold the restaurant to them, he's been yeah. happily retired. That's what he told me, too. Yeah, he's got the horse farm, and, and he's a pilot, and he's just really been enjoying Yeah, he's life. a real character. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tommy Andrade, uh, if I may be allowed to tell you about him, he was the uh, boss man, basically, of the Roosevelt Hotel's... Uh, uh, the, Sazerac. The, the Sazerac room, because uh, there's several different yes. restaurants in there. But that's the one he kind of occupied, and... Uh, he would just take everything to the absolute limits. He, uh-huh. you know, if he had some, you know. Well, he's really into fine dining. We were talking. He very much was, yeah, and I he would did love it to get very him on the well. Show. He won't yeah. come on, but I would love to get him on the show well, to he's... lament the passing of fine dining. That was our conversation last yeah. night. Yeah. Well, Tommy Andrade is very upset about the way dining trends are going. Yeah, and it's something that and upsets so are you, the so day. So you'd life. have a good conversation. But we, well, we have had uh, one too. So it's yes, uh, but for everyone else's consumption, it <clears> would be interesting to hear because, yeah. as you know, trends are definitely downscaling delivery. Yep. Well, people, <laughs> and such uh, things like that. Uh, it's too tempting for people to just go out and grab a pizza or stuff to or go. Or to call one in. That's that's the bigger call problem. one in. Yeah, in other words, to call and have it delivered. I mean, you can. Oh. You can yeah. order it on your phone. It can show up. At your, you've seen yeah. these these uh, billboards of somebody lounging in their armchair, and and it says, uh, you know, what does uh, it hamburger say? delivered to your door in minutes. What does it say that there are so many people who uh, who just like brush off uh, the, the the finer parts of going out to eat? 
It says that they don't care. I guess so. Uh, or maybe they care about I mean, they other things. they don't have things. to. That's you know, right. They care about other stuff. They other don't stuff care about and, what you care you know, about, not, but they care about other stuff. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. you, you can't even... You, Everybody people, can't all care about the same thing. They can try. <laughs> but it won't uh, do much. It would much. be kind of boring, I think. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, uh, there were lots of people that it was nice to see, and um, and it was just a really great party. So happy anniversary, happy birthday to Bruce Sars as we kick off the centennial celebration. Yeah, and if you have n- never been to that uh, restaurant, uh, put it on your list. Even if you like kind of formal dining, it's not as not as much so as, say, Antoine's or Galatoire's. I would say. I think Wait, formal dining? Broussard's, yeah. I find that Broussard's is more formal dining than... Do you? Definitely more so than Antoine's and probably a lot more than Galatoire's. Well... Uh, As a matter of fact, I would say Broussard's is, is the grandest of the doms. You think so? Followed closely by Arno's mm-hmm. and then Antoine's and then Two Jacks. Well, that's an interesting. uh, Not many people would put it in that order. I think most people would put it in that order. Do you? Mm -hmm. Well, let's find out. Write down your uh, five restaurants just to bring us in under control. Five restaurants that you believe are better than all the other restaurants. No, I didn't say better. You said you said finer dining. Finer dining. Fine dining to me is the white tablecloths. The the glamorous surroundings, the exemplary service. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I would say that uh, I definitely get a more casual vibe out of Antoine's. Yeah, Antoine's. Last couple of times I was there, they had a a, a bit more, a bit more, a bit more of informal dining. Yes, I think it's. I've very got informal. no huge problem with that. I, I'm not cursing them or anything. They do it so well. I'd much rather, you know, funny things. Uh, I mean, the environment itself is much more casual. There's no carpet yeah. on the floor in that big main dining room or actually any of the dining rooms, if, I, if I'm Do you thinking know, correctly. There was, there was a time, there was a time uh, that is not with us anymore, but it, it lingers on in, for, in some people's minds, and I'm one of them. Uh, and uh, what, what I'm about to say about that. Uh, is uh, now just bumping around because I, I should have gotten to you quickly. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, I think that the um, the new Broussards, and I think Broussards in general even before this, but certainly under the new uh, ownership, when they spruced it up, it's, it's sumptuous and glamorous, that space is. And I, that's what I think mm-hmm. of when I think of fine dining. I would say right next to that, if we're not considering Commander's Palace a grand dame, then it doesn't belong on the list. But if you are putting it in that group, then Commander's Palace and Broussards would be right up there together. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I, and the I, others, less so. I yeah. mean, I would say Arno's is just a shade under that. Mm-hmm. And then Antoine's, Galatoire's, and finally Two Jacks. In descending yeah. two order shacks, we of, don't we don't know what of, two shacks is going to look like uh, yet because you know they're moving and and doing a pretty yes, but currently they are you know that's another place with no um, with no carpets or you know it's 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 I don't know to me a carpet and a muffled dining room with white tablecloths and 
you can put all the fine service on the same level, but if you've got that going, I, I think of it more as a finer dining yeah. establishment. It looks, in the old place, I haven't gotten a look at the new place at all. Are we uh, talking about Two Jacks? Two Jacks. Well, I don't think that they're even close to opening that. Yeah, well, that's what I would uh, yeah. uh, suppose. But uh, uh, while they were still open, it more resembled a French bistro. And all of the little... Two jacks? Two jacks. It really was. It had the look of it. It had the, the, the tile floors, had the high ceilings, uh, and uh, waiters who are kind of a little bit weird. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but every time I ever went to uh, Two Jacks, which I had done a lot over uh-huh. in my lifetime, there was always one or two waiters in there who, just different guys, different times, uh, that were a little off center. Mm-hmm. I, and it, I it's one of the reasons I went there. Yeah, sure. They, they were very amusing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't go to any of them that much, but I would no? say that... Um, I would say that... Well, go ahead and say it then. Galatoire's is Ooh. the most fun. Yeah. And Antoine's is getting funner by the day. Mm-hmm. Well, the and, guy who's running it these days, uh, he has been doing a great job and bringing it up to modern times. I think his wife is part of that, too. Well, I think that could be. I, I think they're both a fun couple, and I think that that is getting to be much more of a fun mm-hmm. kind of place. Yep. I would say that Arno's remains sort of a staid grand dame, and um, Commander's is... Uh, is also the modern era, also kind of a staid grand dame, if you want to call it a grand dame, and uh, and then Broussard's would also be one of those more calmer, mm-hmm. a calmer sort of grand dame. Anyway, well, there they are. Yes. Well, we ate in one of those last night, even though it was a buffet. They had some pretty upscale eatings there. Well, it was it's, so, it's an upscale kind of place, for yeah, sure, well, for I, sure, I, for sure. I, I didn't go top, there hoping uh, that's drunk. That's their you know. top of the line of the of the group, and there's a it's a pretty big group. And the, 6368 yeah. is the number if you it would is. like to chat with us about whatever it is. So, Tom, what is mm-hmm. a buster crab? A buster crab is like a, a soft-shell crab, but there's another uh, consideration here. Uh, uh, if you have a regular soft-shell crab, uh, the people who, for, uh, who actually go out and get these things, they, they're kind of actually, what's the word, uh, they develop. And, they farm it? And they, they do, yeah. Uh-huh. And they, they're right on top of it all the time. They can uh-huh. tell if there's a little red stripe in the in the crab, well, that's a, a a sign that this crab needs to come up, or you got to mm-hmm. get them at that I time. I see. Huh. Well, a buster crab, oh, uh, and by the way, a soft-shell crab will, after doing all this, will actually break out of its shell. And and then it, it, does but, the soft-shell crab then develop the hard shell? Yeah. So you have to get it at a certain you, time and harvest it. You do. Okay. Uh, but uh, what's really even harder than this is that a buster crab has nothing but um, soft uh-huh. shells. Uh-huh. And are uh, these baby and crabs? They, is that why they're they are? They're, they're two babies? things. They're baby crabs, but they also a lot of the crabs actually rip off their own uh, 
or, or the or the people who are picking them up. Wait, uh, I don't want to hear uh, about that. And they no, they're just they just so, so think you're going to do it anyway. And a soft shell crab is a basic crab, a basic that is harvested while it's molting, still and, and while it's still soft and the, okay. The, and uh, that's the buster crab. If you if you find a, a crab that is, has the crab shell removed with their hands, you have a buster crab. They, they and they tend to be small too. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, they're little baby kind of little things. Little baby. They're uh they are they're cute in their own special way. <laughs> I like them better than the bigger ones. They're expensive though. Buster well, crabs. Yeah. You almost never see them. And yeah, I haven't seen them in why why is that? Uh, because they come and they go very quickly. Uh-huh. And uh, it, again, I tell where, you, where would a, you say if you wanted to go find one, and it's not time to find them yet? Okay, where would you find one? The place I would find one, Lake Pontchartrain, would be perfect. No, no, I'm not talking about yourself. I'm talking about on a plate. On a plate. In front of you, uh, where would, what restaurant the, would you go to to find impostados. a buster crab? Impostados. They have buster crabs? I don't know. You can't count on them having... I mean, they have soft-shell crabs year-round. They have soft-shell. Well, they seem to. I don't know how they do that. But, but I'm talking they, about buster crabs. Yeah. Buster crabs, uh, these are not... You're not going to find them out wild. Uh, or In some some ways, that's what you're, you're looking for. But uh, they get eaten too early. early. If mm-hmm. they're just walking around, a bigger crab will come along and eat them. Aww. Or well, that's the way it goes. It's a tough, <laughs> tough world out there. <laughs> Two six zero six three six eight. Okay, so Buster. Wait, 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 before you go away. Yeah. Uh, I, there will probably be one or two people who uh-huh. uh, are, are or have been in the past in the crab fetching. Uh, jo- no, that's that's I'm a crab fetcher. Fetcher. So uh, if if that's you, and if especially if I've made a mistake on some of this, because uh-huh. this is not something I've done much in my life, uh-huh. uh, would you call us and straighten us out on that? Because I don't want to, you know, be putting out bogus Calling information. All crab fetchers. Two six zero six three six eight. And then on top of all that, you have the matter of the uh, the actor. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, Buster, are Buster Crab, crabs that was his name. are Buster crabs named after him? No. 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 Oh, thank the, you, Oracle. The crabs. They. It's the other way around. Here's here's the here's the actual definition. The, the crabs that are ready to molt are called peelers or Buster crabs. Either name. Okay. Yeah. Now, before the new shell mm-hmm. hardens, they're known mm-hmm. as soft shell crabs, and crabs are known to live up to about three years, and then that's it. Mm. Done. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. Complete. Okay. Buster Crab, however, lived longer than that, <laughs> <laughs> and he was uh, he was an Olympic champion. As a and he won That's some, right. And he, he won some awards. A gold which medal Buster at the Olympics. Do not generally. Yeah, he was for do. real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was Tarzan, the original Tarzan. As that, a matter of fact, he was yeah. original what? Tarzan. Okay. So wait, you think Buster Crab, the actor, was named after Buster Crab's no. the thing? No, it's the other no. way around. No. He yeah. was named okay. Buster. His last Buster. name happened to be Crab. Okay. Okay. I'll take yours. There you go. Well, the you know, tone of, of the oracle is just the funniest thing. It's well, just, we learned it's so, so much. Funny. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So moving on past Buster Crab's, mm-hmm. uh, the... The thing that I would like to move on to, yeah, is you can move on three too if you want. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to play, I was just Groucho for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fettuccine Alfredo. Today's Fettuccine Alfredo day. 
Fettuccine Alfredo. Now, Tom, One of I my know favorite without asking this question yeah. that your favorite Fettuccine Alfredo yeah. in town is impostados. Absolutely. But where else have you had a Fettuccine Alfredo, and what in your mind are the factors that must be checked off in order yeah. to have a great Fettuccine Alfredo? The answer Alfredo? to the first question is, uh, what was it again? I'm sorry. Well, no. I know I already know the answers to these. In your Wait, mind, tell me again. <clears throat> the the criteria for the best for fettuccine alfredo is thin noodles. Very, very thin. I like like uh, and basically everything that impastados does. Everything uh, that impastados does. Now, moving past <clears throat> impastados, because mm -hmm. we recognize that you recognize them as the definitive fettuccine alfredo in town. Yeah, I thought so. If for so some I still reason, yeah. I know, if uh -huh. for some reason a person does not want to go to Impostados, mm -hmm. is there another place in town that has in your mind a good fettuccine alfredo? Uh, let's see. There, there would be all the restaurants that were influenced by, the, the, it, all of these guys came out of one place. Oh, the, well, Horst Pfeiffer. Huh? Horse Pfeiffer. No, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm, uh, it was the man who was, um, who, who the one who gave. Are we back to Jimmy Moran? Jimmy Moran. Okay. No kidding. It, All roads lead back to Jimmy Moran. For, for when you when you're talking about. <laughs> well, did, wait, did jo did uh, did um, Joe Impostato come out of there too? No, I, I don't know. We already took him, didn't we? I thought we were finished with him. Okay, well, I don't think Joe Impostato has any connection to Jimmy Moran, does he? Uh, yes. Oh, oh he does. No, okay, I'll, so I'll he, tell you what happened. from the Jimmy Moran Club. That's right. Okay. And, yeah, I think that we, we even figured in the... It's, it's, so Tom talks about having a pipeline of spinach and artichoke dip. Yeah. There is apparently... Across country, across the world. Yes. There yeah. is apparently, he sneers, but I love that. Uh Apparently, there is also a fettuccine Alfredo pipeline, which mm -hmm. all starts at the center, and of that person is Jimmy yeah. Moran. Jimmy Moran. Locally, that's, anyway. That's right. L locally. And he's the man who was famous at one time for giving uh, uh, diamonds to some of the customers who came in. In a meatball. In a meatball. That's exactly <laughs> right. You're ahead of me. Do we have some characters in Nolan's Dolan, or do we? Anyway, we will be back after the top of the news and talk some more of this stuff. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to join us, you're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.